And we're back. Welcome, guys and gals, to Smoke Break Sports. I am, of course, your host, Kev. And today we are discussing more potential NBA trade rumors. Time to do a uh, lightning round version of Fantasy GM, if you will. We'll be putting multiple hats on, doing our best Brian Windhorst impression. And let's start with the situation that I think is potentially most fun because it has the most potential options for trades, and that is Orlando. The Magic are having a fire sale, aren't they? Aaron Gordon is the most recent NBA star to essentially demand a trade. The current... uh, landscape in the NBA is ripe for this. The players have more power than ever. We've discussed it in our most recent NBA episode. That's the NBA injury bug. So go ahead and check it out if you want to know my thoughts on the power that the players are currently wielding. Um, it's a, it's complicated. Uh, we're in a world where players have this ability and uh, on on one hand, uh, absolutely kudos for them. Uh, they they deserve it. They're the reasons we all tune in. But uh, it has its detriment with uh, people's teammates and, and just there's a whole lot going on. So go back to that episode. I'm not going to dive back into that can of worms right now. Now we're here to talk about where players may actually go. So Gordon has been put on a lot of rosters as far as the talking heads go. I've heard Boston. I've heard Portland uh, as a good one. I have not heard the usual suspects. The reason being, they don't have the assets to offer Orlando. The usual suspects, of course, being Miami and Los Angeles. Sorry, Brooklyn and Los Angeles. Although I haven't heard Miami as an option either, and I would be very surprised if Orlando traded him inside the division, despite the fact that they're having an everything-must-go sale. Personally, I like the Celtics. I mean, Portland, I would love to see Portland get someone to help old Dame out because we've seen him do some amazing things with the Trailblazers this season, despite not having any help. But Boston intrigues me more. Now, I was sold on the idea that Vucevic would be headed to Boston. But now that Gordon is also available, and he's one of uh, about four guys I could see the Magic moving on from in the next 48 hours, I could see how Boston may be enticed or intrigued to make this move for him. But because I'm playing Fantasy GM and we're doing what I want us to do all across the NBA in this episode, we're going to have Boston stick to their guns and go for Vucevic because I think they can get him for a slightly lower asking price. The rumor that I'm hearing is that Marcus Smart would be involved in the other trade. So if Aaron Gordon is going in place of Marcus Smart. Obviously, 
I'm of the opinion that Boston should hold on to Smart. I think he is one of those glue guys, as they say. Very important to this team. He showed off in the bubble. He showed how important he was. And you can just never truly uh, undervalue, or you should not, you should not undervalue uh, a point guard or someone who can at least fill the role of ball handling duties and can be that quarterback, that captain on the court late in game. So if I were Boston, I would make a move for Vucevic, and that puts Gordon in Portland, where I like that pairing with he and Dalla Dame. Whoops, I meant Dame Dalla. So that Portland can make a run, because the West is wide open now. So if Portland were ever to seriously consider this thing, then, and, and all signs point to them no longer being a favorite for LaMarcus Aldridge, I'm hearing Miami, that's probably why I keep mentioning them, I'm hearing that they are the front runner in the LaMarcus Aldridge sweepstakes, so Portland needs something, and this is right there for them. So that is what I would like to see. We've got to get some help for Dame out west so Portland can make that run. But who else? I mentioned multiple players from Orlando that may be traded, and the next one whom I believe is just about a guarantee to not be playing in Orlando come this Friday would be Evan Fournier. Monsieur Fournier. He has been rumored, as a lot of players have recently, uh, to potentially be a target for the New York Knicks. I do like that for the Knicks. I think there are lots of different trades that the Knicks could make. We've discussed them as a possible option for the Pacers should they be willing to move on from Miles Turner because the word on the street is only a really good deal is going to convince the Pacers to move off from Miles. So the Knicks are one of the few teams that are currently interested in him that could actually make an offer worth the Pacers' while. But Fournier will add value to, really, he can add value to any playoff contending team. He's averaging about 19 points a game this year, six rebounds, a couple of assists. He's not having a bad season whatsoever. The issue is he is likely a rental, so who's going to offer a high asking price for him? Probably not many. I've heard the most possible, the most probable, if you will, outcome for this situation would be the Dallas Mavericks, who are rumored to be willing to offer James Johnson and two second round picks. Now, Johnson is averaging all not quite six points per game, a handful of rebounds, and a couple of assists. He's not doing nearly what Fournier is doing. However, you're not going to get a great return in this situation because it's only going to be contenders uh, that are going to be willing to make this deal. So at the very least, two second-round picks, I don't know, that puts, that puts something. That's a little change in your pocket if you're Orlando, who clearly is about to be in the midst of a yet another rebuild. They are selling off their assets. A real shame, honestly, that this team wasn't able to put any, together anything relevant with the talent that they have lots of injuries throughout 
and in general just a disappointing run in an east that has been outside of the top couple of seeds each year has been ripe for the taking and the magic have young talent and some veteran talent that are going to go off and i believe make waves on other teams it's very unfortunate that they couldn't put anything together as a squad themselves so fournier we're going to put on the mavericks because that's the only real trade that i've heard rumored I've heard that the Knicks are interested, but I haven't heard what the package would be. They have tons of young players to offer, but are they really willing to part with someone who could have a bright future to have the services of Evan Fournier for the next couple of months? I don't know. Maybe. I don't think he's worth parting a parting with a first-round draft pick for, so I don't know. Let's put him with the Mavericks because I do believe he is moving. So it very well could be someone that comes from out of the woodwork that I am not yet seeing. But the Mavericks is a rumor that I'm hearing the most. So moving right along, we have Terrence Ross. Terrence Ross, who is a fan favorite here at Smoke Break Sports. We often like to talk about players whom we've had video game success with, uh, mainly Taylor Heineke is uh, really in our VG Hall of Fame, which I'm probably going to make be a real thing now. So you're welcome. Get ready for that. The video game Hall of Fame, it even rhymes, has a nice ring to it. We're doing it. And Terrence Ross has been a guy that yours truly has often added to his dynasties in 2K. So I, a little bit about me, guys. You know, you want to get to know the host as you delve into this universe when I do franchise mode dynasty whatever whatever the official 2k terminology for is it terminology is for it this these days I call it franchise mode I like to do one of two things I like to either take a team that is terrible and trade away most of my assets and start an immediate rebuild often while simulating the entire first season with the hopes of not having a great record now I won't tank I refuse to tank I will put some young players out there and try to develop them over a year and then make some big draft moves the other thing I really like to do ever since the ability to expand the league was added is to do an expansion team and be part of an expansion draft. One way or the other, I have often found myself with one Mr. Terrence Ross on my roster, and I tell you what, that dude is a 2K assassin. A sniper from deep, especially from the corners, and a guy who can get up and jam on you. He will yam on some fools if you are not careful. And I think he still has those hops in real life. I, I don't know what to believe anymore because... I've seen Blake Griffin dunk now that he magically, there's something in the water in Brooklyn. Dude hadn't dunked for two years in Detroit, but w within a half an hour of being on the court in Brooklyn, he's out here dunking on fools. So even if Terrence hasn't had too many jams in Orlando, you move him over to a contender, we might see him uh, skywalking here and there. Now, the rumors on Terrence have been light, but they've been consistent. Much like what we just talked about with Evan Fournier, Terrence gets mentioned over and over again, 
with the same team being the one that is allegedly interested in him. And that team is the Denver Nuggets. And I think this is a great low capacity, not huge. There's not going to be a big asking price for one Terrence Ross. This could be a huge addition to a Nuggets team that really lacks depth. They are missing Jeremy Grant a lot more than I and others anticipated that they would. I think some of us thought Jeremy Grant was a bit of a flash in a pan. He has since proven otherwise. He has gone on to have a very solid season in Detroit. And Denver has clearly missed his presence and his added output so far this year. And while Terrence Ross won't completely fill that void on his own, he will very much help to supplement uh, what the Nuggets already have. He's likely, I would imagine, he'd be coming off the bench and he would be a great addition to that unit. They need more depth They need more depth all around on the bench, both front and backcourt. But Terrence offers them a veteran presence, a guy who knows how to fill it up if he needs to. And I imagine the asking price would be small. So while I hear this rumor over and over again, I have yet to hear what the Nuggets would have to offer, what the Magic are looking for in return. So maybe that's something we come back to uh, between now and Thursday. Although by the time you're listening to this, it's Wednesday morning, so I don't know. We'll see. Let's just hope I'm right about this one because Terrence deserves it and the Nuggets really need it. So would be very excited to see this. So who else we got? Who else is living on a prayer, hoping that they are traded or potentially bought out? I'm hearing tons of Lonzo Ball rumors right now. Uh... The ranging from the less realistic to the more probable, I'm hearing uh, that LeVar really wants Michael to trade for him in Charlotte and put his boys together. We we all know that LeVar would love to see that. I don't think that's happening, although I do think LaMelo's injury has potentially canceled any Terry Rozier trades, which we've heard a lot of rumors of going into this week. is going to be out for the season. I think you you hold on to Scary Terry now and maybe move off from him in the offseason. I believe he's under contract for one more year. So where you had a surplus of ball handlers in Charlotte, now you're, you've got right about the amount that you need. So I don't imagine that even, even though we're playing fantasy GM, that's a little too fantastical for me. I've heard once again New York. Um, I don't know why... Uh, I am not of the opinion that New York needs yet another point guard. I think we've talked about this as being something that I think they have a surplus of. Again, um, they have Derrick Rose there. Uh, Emmanuel Quickly is there. He's not getting a lot of minutes as it is. If I were the Knicks, I would look for something else to try to supplement. Again, an Evan Fournier type. Um, we mentioned the Knicks again. I'm repeating myself here, so I apologize. Miles Turner. There are other things that I think the Knicks need, and while Lonzo Ball is good, if I'm the Knicks, I would not be trading for him. But I've heard it, so we're talking about it. Another team, which confusingly is apparently on the short list of targets for Lonzo, is the Atlanta Hawks. Again, don't know why they would need a point guard, although I I could see I could foresee a situation in which. Lonzo and Trey Young in the same backcourt could could tear some fools up. I mean, Trey Young off the ball could be very nice, but 
is he going to play that way? One of the big knocks on him from his own teammates has been that he's a little ball dominant. So is he really going to take well and play well off the ball? I mean, the skill set's there. He absolutely could. I'm not saying that he couldn't. Will he, though? Would he? I don't know. Now, the one that I hear that I like the most is Lonzo to the Clippers. So the Clippers are in a lot of different, really any point guard speculation, they're right there in the rumor mill because that's what they need. You hear them as a potential suitor for Kyle Lowry. You hear about them in these Lonzo deals. And I think that would be great. Hey, what a great story, which you all know how much I love a great story. Lonzo coming back to L.A., to L.A., but not having to play for the Lakers, playing for the little brother squad in L.A. And it would be a great narrative if those two teams finally did face each other in the Western Conference Finals. We have to have it. This is the year. We need that. There was that whole Kawhi coming to L.A. There's been different advertising, marketing ploys. Like, we, we need a Lakers-Clippers playoff series. We need it, and this would make that just so much better to have Lonzo be a part of that as well. I I don't know what the Clippers would... Every trade, I, I continue to hear that the Clippers would ship off Lou Williams in return for just about any player that they're interested in. So you have to assume that the Pelicans would want Lou Williams. I don't know. Maybe they would. I personally... If I'm the Pelicans, I would try to convince Lonzo to stay. I mean, I love what the Pelicans have. I love what they're building. And Lonzo with Zion is just a great combination. But if he does have to get moved, I would like to see him move to the Clippers because he fits that need. He fits the needs of that team so well. It just, you couldn't write it better. While we're talking about New Orleans, it's also alleged and rumored that J.J. Redick may get bought out. And while I'm not sure if anyone's going to be willing to trade for him, I think maybe someone would offer a second rounder, but then your issue becomes how do you match the salary? J.J.'s making over $10 million, so there aren't a lot of teams that are in a position where they both need J.J. and he would add value to their playoff run and also have the cap space to make a move like that where they just ship off a second rounder and say thanks. So I think a more likely scenario is that he's going to get bought out and I'm only going to discuss one option here because once again this fits so perfectly it's almost you know I I want to will this into existence and that's JJ needs to go play for the Lakers. Um, We're hearing more and more that if the Cavs are unable to make a trade for Drummond, and that's another exact situation we just discussed, most people don't want to offer more than a second-round pick for Drummond because of the money he's due to make. But then, if you're a contender, there's no way. I mean, Drummond's contract is the is the big issue here. It's an albatross. So the teams, you know, the Lakers, the Nets, no one can trade for Drummond that actually wants him without having to give up something valuable in return, and especially with the injury to LeBron James, the Lakers, they're not really offering much. I've heard they'd be willing to part with Trez Harrell. I think that's a mistake. I think that's the kind of guy you want to have around. 
I've also heard KCP is someone they're willing to part with, but they're not going to part with Horton Tucker, and they don't really have anything else to offer. So much like in the Drummond situation, the Lakers should be rooting for a buyout with J.J. Redick, and then they should add him. Absolutely, he is the perfect fit for LeBron. LeBron thrives with guys like this on the court. We all know this. I'm not telling you anything you don't already know. You're likely aware of the fact that J.J. Redick is having a down season, but if you put him on the floor with LeBron, first of all, every shooter that's not George Hill has a better shooting percentage when they play with LeBron. It's just it's the way things go. And especially once LeBron and Anthony Davis are both healthy, then there's going to be plenty of room on the floor for J.J. to get open shots, to take more uncontested or lightly contested three-pointers. His shooting percentage is going to go up. His production would go up. Plus, he's playing more meaningful basketball uh, and and in a run for a championship. I think that, of course, ups the effort and production immediately. So, J.J., do yourself a favor. Do me a favor. Once you're bought out, go sign with the Lakers, buddy. That's the way to go. We just discussed Drummond, so I'm going to leave that one alone. Big buyout implications. Uh, Aldridge to Miami again is what I'm hearing. We referenced that before. I've told you I would love to see him in Phoenix or Portland. Miami makes sense, though, and man, would they be dangerous. Although, they did just lose back-to-back games to your boy. Your boy's boys, that is, the Pacers. And I, as I was getting ready to go to sleep after recording this, of course, I am heartbroken by the news that Yahoo is reporting that the Pacers will listen to potential Malcolm Brogdon trades, which is just a real bummer. Finally, one of the few guys the Pacers were actually able to sign in free agency, the rare free agent that wants to be in Indianapolis, and they're going to listen to trade offers. Now, I hope it's a similar situation to the Miles Turner situation, in which The Pacers are willing to listen to offers, but it's got to be a damn good offer in order to get them to walk away from their guy. I hope that's the case. Fingers crossed. Um, There are quite a few teams that could use the services of a Malcolm Brogdon, but the Pacers have done really well in past years of winning trades. Uh, Go back to the Paul George trade. They got DeMontis Sabonis and Victor Oladipo out of that, and that doesn't even count whatever draft picks they got. But look at that win. Two two guys who played at an all-star level for this program. Unfortunately, Oladipo won it out as well. But then in that trade, they're able to flip him for Karis Levert, who before he had to undergo surgery and sit out, was putting up nearly identical stats to Oladipo. So the Pacers do a good job of not getting fleeced on trades very often. So fingers crossed, if you like me, root for the team that hails from Indianapolis, that they don't punk themselves on this one. We mentioned Oladipo, so we'll end with him. He is the most frequently mentioned name, I think, that we will be hearing over the next 36 hours or so. Uh, Again, similar problem as guys we've already talked about. The asking price from the Rockets is high. No one wants to offer that for a rental. The best they, I mean, they want a first-round pick and potentially a young player. 
the best I think they're going to get is some second-round picks because there is no guarantee that Victor Oladipo is going to re-sign with whoever trades him. So the question becomes, how committed is Houston to gaining assets on this rebuild? They could be looking to potentially do some sort of sign-and-trade deal in the offseason with Sticky Vicky. So there is an opportunity. Uh, there's at least a chance that we will see him in Houston for the remainder of the season. But I think it would be in all of our best interest as fans if he gets moved. Again, I'm hearing the Knicks. And again, the the storyteller in me and the story consumer in me wants to uh, would love to see him in New York if just for this season in hopes that the Pacers get to play the Knicks in the playoffs and it adds more fuel to that already fiery rivalry. And if not, you know, where else could he go? I, he's not going to the Lakers. Is he going to the Clippers? Will the Clippers just swap Lou Will for him? It doesn't necessarily fit. But, hey, it could happen. It could be a trade. Um, again, I'm leaning towards the Knicks here, uh, but it's hard. You can't put them with all these guys, right? They're not going to make all these trades. So uh, are they going to move for Fournier or are they going to move for Oladipo? I don't know. Um, I, I haven't heard Oladipo in nearly as many concrete options. I just hear that he is very much on the trading block. So it'll be interesting to see where he goes. Uh, Kyle Lowry is another guy in that same vein. Not really sure where he's going to land. I hear Miami often. I personally uh, I think he would be great in L.A. with the Clippers. Uh, the Lakers could use him. I don't think they're going to get him. But possibly a better fit for the Clippers than Lonzo would be Lowry because he's already played with Kawhi and won a championship with him. Also, he's more of a veteran presence and a leader, someone who's not going to get walked on and not going to be intimidated at all by the talent that already is there in Los Angeles, a, a group of talented individuals who were able to force out Doc Rivers. So you're going to need a strong personality if you are going to bring in a point guard that's going to add value and be able to uh, re rein things in during the fourth quarter in the playoffs, somebody that Kawhi and Paul George will respect, you're probably better off going with Lowry than Lonzo for that reason alone. And with that, we will take our exit, exit stage left. I warned you, I told you, lightning round my ass, right? 27 minutes of NBA talk, and I was speaking quickly, you know? I got to work on that, uh, work on that pace, maybe, maybe slow it down a tad. But you can find us on the internet at smokebreaksports.com. You can find us, uh, Twitter, Instagram, smokebreaksports, Facebook, smokebreaksports. You can find me on Twitter, kevnevic underscore. Uh, do what you do. Give us a shout if you have topics you want me to cover. If you want to tell me you think my take on something was atrocious. If you want to call me an idiot who knows nothing about basketball. Trust me, I've heard it all before and I'd love to hear it from you dear listener. In the meantime, please consider subscribing or following whatever it is that your podcast platform allows, so that way you are updated on future episodes of Smoke Break Sports. We will see you next time. I have been Kev. Later. <laughs>